0: Hi there, thanks for tuning in to the G-Force Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts, by car enthusiasts. Welcome to another week, hopefully full of fun car news and activities. Now before we get fully into the new week, I want to reflect on this past weekend, specifically the epic start to the 2021 Formula One season. What a race. Bahrain 2021 provided so many memorable moments. Definitely a great way to start the season. Just a heads up, I'm gonna be discussing some key parts from the race. So this is your obligatory spoiler alert. Now this episode won't dive into any of the moments from practice or the qualifying sessions, only the actual race, because there were plenty of moments just from the race itself. Now the race started off as any normal F1 race. There's the formation lap before the actual race. Max Verstappen, in pole position, led the field through the track at a rather brisk pace for a formation lap, but overall, nothing too abnormal. Until all of a sudden, The other Red Bull car crawled to the side of the track and then stopped. Yup, Sergio Perez's car stopped halfway through the lap. The onboard footage showed that his car actually completely lost power. The dash screen had gone completely off. So this forced the field to run another parade lap, while Perez miraculously got his car running again and went back to the pits to start the race from pit lane. Now, because of this extra parade lap, the actual total racing laps dropped from 57 to 56 laps for the race. We'll come back to this detail later on. Anyway, finally we get to the lights counting down to the start of the actual race. Lights go off, cars storm off. Verstappen holds off 2nd place Lewis Hamilton to the first corner, while 4th place Charles Leclerc sneaks up on Valtteri Bottas to take 3rd place. Lots of fun racing action, great to see the cars competing again at the start of this new season. And then all of a sudden, a car goes flying off the tracks sideways and into a wall at corner 3. Still the first lap. Nikita Mazepin's Haas car loses the back end leaving a corner, spinning him off the track and into the wall. The field went into a full caution as Mazepin's car was removed from the track. This was not a great way to start off Mazepin's F1 career. Anyway, by lap 3 are back to the green, so full on racing. Although there would be a few more incidents in the next few laps. First up, lap 4 saw Mick Schumacher in the other Haas car spin out as well, but he managed to keep off the wall and continued his drive. Now Bahrain's track surface is notorious for being pretty brutal to the rear tires, but Two spin-outs with one type of car, specifically with the Haas car, I don't know. Is it just the inexperience with those two drivers being in their first Formula 1 season, or is it some sort of car design? We'll see as the season goes on. Anyway, while trying to defend from an overtake, Pierre Gasly bumps into Danny Rick's car, shearing off the Alfa Tauri's front splitter. This forced another caution to collect the carbon debris off the track, and it also forced Gasly back into the pits for a new splitter. Something interesting to point out, Gasly dropped a significant number of positions, I believe it was around 10 positions in one lap due to missing that front wing. That's just how important Arrow is in F1. By not having that front wing there, Gasly lost a lot of front grip, which means he couldn't take corners nearly as quickly or enter them as quickly. He also lost a lot of breaking down force. Aside from these incidents, there was also some pretty fantastic racing. The battle for three through five was quite intriguing in the opening laps, with Leclerc, Bottas, and Lando Norris all duking it out and trading spots for those three positions. And Checo, well after the disastrous formation lap and then having to start from the pit, Checo ended up recovering 12 spots by the 10th lap, some fantastic progress. By lap 12, we started to see the first rounds of pits, ignoring Sergio Perez's early pit. The returning legend Fernando Alonso was among the first to pit for tires, with Norris Leclerc, Lance Stroll, and Antonio Giovinazzi following a suit a lap later. In lap 14, Lewis Hamilton, who was in second place at the time, pulls into the pits to swap out his tires for a new set of hard tires. Mercedes seemed to believe that their best bet to taking the win in Bahrain would be utilizing the most performance possible from the harder tire compound making up ground when they were the freshest as possible. Mercedes ended up pulling off a pretty successful pit. Hamilton only ended up dropping two places, and he quickly recovered back into third place using the new tires with their extra grip to really maximize his racing potential on the track. Verstappen and Bottas led the pack at this point, and both stayed out for quite a bit without going in for the pits. By lap 17, Bottas ended up pitting, and Verstappen a lap later. Red Bull unfortunately did not have a competitive pit time here, and the extra few seconds made a big impact. Hamilton took the lead from Verstappen. Also, by this point, the only driver not to have pitted was Sebastian Vettel, and Aston Martin trying to a one-pit strategy with him for the race. Leading up to the second round of pits, Hamilton just barely held on to his lead over Verstappen, with the fight for positions 3 through 5 still a very heated battle. At one point, Perez actually made it up into 4th place, having utilized his early pit as an advantage when everyone else was pitting. He then ends up pitting in lap 22 for another change of tires. Seven laps later, Hamilton concedes the lead to Verstappen by pitting for another tire change. At this point, the race seems to heavily favor Red Bull. There are 27 laps to go, and Verstappen has only made one pit thus far versus Lewis's two. The only way Hamilton could somehow squeak out a win is if he can make his tires last 27 laps while also driving aggressively enough to maintain the lead lap 40. After leading the past 11 laps, Verstappen pitted for a final time for a tire change knowing full well he would be giving up the lead to Hamilton with just 16 laps left. Red Bull knew that they had the faster car especially now with the newer tires really giving them an advantage. They only need Hamilton to either lose enough pace or be forced to pit again and they would have locked up a win. Funny enough, because Verstappen ended up pitting, and Hamilton took the lead, where he held on to it for several more laps, Lewis Hamilton broke a Formula One world record, having led the most laps in F1 history. He surpassed Michael Schumacher, who had 5,111 laps led in his career. The last 10 laps of the race, this really came down to the Lewis versus Max battle. Both drivers are incredibly talented. Although there was a minor collision causing Vettel and Esteban Ocon to spin and then pushing them out of any potential of finishing in the top 10, the lead two drivers were rather unaffected. By lap 49. Verstappen had closed within two seconds of Hamilton and then just two and a half laps later he was within a second. Now this is key. At this point Verstappen can use DRS, the drag reduction system, to help catch up to Hamilton. This helps close the gap even further giving Verstappen more speed on the straightaways and this forced Hamilton to drive quite defensively. But no matter what, it's no use. Hamilton's car is much lower than Max's all-out attack. And in lap 53, the inevitable happens. Max takes the lead. Lewis gets caught behind a slower car and pulls to make an overtake, forcing Max to make a wider overtake. Verstappen's able to get past both vehicles, but in the process he puts a wheel off the track during the overtaking maneuver, and this forces him to release the lead back to Hamilton in order to prevent getting penalized from the FIA. This gives Hamilton the surge he needs. Not only does he have the lead, he actually pulls out just over a second in front of Verstappen in lap 54 which means Verstappen cannot use DRS to help close the gap. By the second to last lap, Max is back within a second of Lewis and tries using DRS to overtake. But Lewis driving mastery, even on very well-worn tires. Helps him keep the lead and take the checkered flag. Wow, what a finish. Lewis in first, Max in second and Valtteri Bottas in third a very familiar podium to F1 fans but a very exciting race oh and Checo and his bad luck having that issue during the formation lap yeah well he ended up driving absolutely brilliantly finishing in fifth after the poor start and also earning driver of the day Now here's the thing, if his car hadn't broken down in the formation lap, and the field were not required to do an additional formation lap, but instead do 57 laps of racing instead of 56, would that have been the extra lap Max needed to overtake Lewis for the win? Let us know your thoughts on this, and on the race itself on Twitter and on Instagram at g Podcast.